Hello and welcome to True to the Bible Podcast with Hunter Davis. In today's lesson, we will be looking in the book of Colossians at putting on the new self and what that entails. We can take direct application from Paul talking to this church and how he tells them that they have put on the new self and need to continue to do so. As we compare with books like Ephesians, we will see that putting on the new self is very important in our daily Christian walk. Well, thanks again for joining us for True to the Bible podcast. We hope that you enjoy this lesson. We're talking about um, the new man, okay? We're talking about laying aside the old self, putting on the new self. That's what we're talking about. And so we've got a couple things we're going to do. I'm going to try something a little different. You guys don't have to do this if you don't want to, but you can. You can compete against yourself or the people sitting beside you or whatever. But we're going to have three words that are going to be the theme, like they're going to go along with the theme that we're talking about each week, okay? So our words this week are new, image, and raised. I think I have them right here. Yeah, new, image, and raised. And the reason I do this is because I want you guys to be thinking about these words um, as we go through them. And I want you to recognize, hey, these are going with the theme that we're talking about, okay? So, again, you don't have to do this, but if you want to... Every time you hear the word new, first person to snap wins. Every time you hear the word image, ear pull, it's going back to signs if you can't tell. And uh, every time you hear the word raise, thumbs up, because all these things are going to go back to what we're talking about, okay? Again, you don't have to do that. That's just something you can do, though, if you want to. Okay, Colossians chapter 3. Hopefully you're there. We're going to start at verse 9. I'm only going to read three verses, um, and then we're going to talk about it, okay? Three verses, starting at 9, going through 11. Let's read it. It says, do not lie to one another, since you lay aside your old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek, Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, freeman, but Christ is in all, and is, or is all and is in all. All right, let's pray real quick as we start. Dear God, I just come before you. And I just pray that uh, you'd help us to um, learn your word, God, to know it, and help me as I speak, God, that it be your words and not mine, and that um, we learn the truth of your word, God. We just pray all this through Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, style, as you guys know, I don't know very well because I'm not very stylish, but style kind of comes and goes. Um, There's a lot of times that I have had really bad style. When my wife first met me, um, I was wearing, have you guys ever seen my climbing pants? Yes. Those weird ones? Yeah, they're like three-quarter length with the knee pads. Like, So I think the first time Haley ever saw me, I was wearing those, right? Yeah. What did you think about that? I thought they were ugly. Yeah, I thought they were ugly. Most people do when they see them. And I have my ears pierced. I forgot about that. And I have my ears pierced. So um, I haven't always been the most stylish person. Um, but today, we're not talking about style, but we are talking about clothes. Okay? We're talking about putting on and taking off. Um, and in these verses, that's the analogy that Paul uses. And he uses it elsewhere as well. And um, you know, the good thing about him using this, me and Jillian were talking beforehand, is that you know, I said, hey, we're talking about putting on our clothes today. And she's like, well, everybody has experience doing that. And so you know, I hope everybody, all of you in here, have experience doing that. But... Well, um, Paul uses this analogy, okay, taking off and reclothing yourself um, and doing it in a way that we should do. And, and he says this church actually in Colossians, this church at Colossians, I mean, he says that they have been doing it, which is good. But in other places, as we'll see, 
you know, he tells them they need to do it. So it's just like putting on the armor of God and things like that. It's something that we should be doing. So when we wake up in the morning, um, when we go out of our house, you know, hopefully we have regular clothes on. But hopefully, too, we have our new self on. And our new self on, that's what we're going to talk about. So first we're going to look at verse 9. Talk about taking off, then verse 10, putting on, and verse 11, who's it for? So let's look at verse 9. Uh, it's, it's taking off. Look at it again with me. It says, Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. Okay, it says, since you've done that. So this church is already doing this. He's encouraging them to continue doing it. Okay, right, this is where you start. This is where Paul starts. He says, hey, you need to take off the old self. Okay, what is the old self? What is taking off the old self? What's the old self? Sinful self. The sinful self, yeah. The flesh, right? It's the flesh. It's giving into our sinful flesh and our uh, sinful desires. Okay, this is uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 21 and 22. It says, For since by a man came death, by a man also came resurrection of the dead. For in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. Because Adam sinned, we all have that sin nature, right? Right? Yeah, that's, and that's our old self. So when he says old self, he's talking about that. He's talking about that, that flesh. Okay? And the, the flesh wants me to, to sin, right? So he says that's what we need to put off. And if you guys, you guys have probably seen this before. I'm going to use a board. I never use a board. But you guys have probably seen this. Um, JB does this all the time. But this is us. Okay? We have, over here we have like the soul. Right? That's like the, uh, like the conscience. The, or, your, or not your conscience, your will. Sorry. Like your will, your emotions, that kind of stuff. Okay, then you have your conscience. Okay, you got your flesh. Now you got the, if you're a believer, what do you have over here? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, right? You also have what we call, what we could call human spirit. Okay, you can also call that the new, the new self. Okay, because that's like when it says you've died and risen again with Christ. Or when Paul says in Romans 7 that he can't sin. He's talking about that new self, that human spirit. Okay, so we all have this flesh, okay, and we all have this, this spirit. This, this can't sin, this can sin. So there's basically two parts to us, right? And um, he's saying, Paul's saying here, you need to take this off, okay? Because if you wake up in the morning, right? if you wake up in the morning or if you're going throughout your day, what, is what clothes are naturally on you? The natural self, right? The old self. The clothes of the flesh, which causes us to sin, right? That's, those are the things that sin. Okay, so that's the old self. And this is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Okay? Right? He's a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, the new has come. Right? So that's the distinction here. We see it all over. Paul uses it all the time. And he says here... To start out in verse 9, stop lying, okay, since you have already laid aside that old self, and that's something that we need to do every day. We need to put uh, the old, take the old clothes off, basically. Take the natural clothes off. If we wake up and go through our day without thinking, hey, you know, how am I going to put these new clothes on? How am I going to take these old clothes off? How am I going to not give into the flesh? How am I going to give into the spirit? How am I going to obey Christ? If we're not thinking about that, what are we naturally going to do? Sin, disobey. Like if we're not trying to obey, we're naturally going to disobey because that's who we are, right? Ephesians 4, 22 and 23 talks about it too. Right? Again, just referencing where Paul talks about this. He says, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self. Here, 
He's not saying you already have laid aside. He's saying, hey, you need to lay aside your old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust and deceit. Okay, that's the sin nature. And that you may be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Or made new, renewed. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay, so we can put um, we can put on the new clothes, but before we start, Paul says, hey, you need to take off the old clothes. Okay, which is saying, hey, you need to determine in your mind, hey, we're not, I'm not giving to the flesh. Okay, or that part of me, because there's a part of me that's sinful. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to follow that. I'm not going to obey that. Okay, then he says that you need to put on, and that's in verse 10. Okay, verse 10, let's look at it. It says, and have, saying that they have done this, and have put on the new self, who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Now, we're going to spend a little bit more time in this verse because I think it's, there's some really cool stuff in here. But he starts out by just saying, hey, you got to put on your new clothes. Now, it should be obvious to us that we don't want to run around naked, right? Hopefully, it's obvious to you guys that we shouldn't be running around naked. Okay? And so, Paul says, hey, you don't just take off your clothes and then go run around. you got to put on the new clothes, right? You don't just take off the old clothes, you put on the new clothes. Hey, you put on what? This new self. This part right here. Okay, this part that doesn't sin. This part that listens to the Holy Spirit and obeys Christ, obeys God. You gotta put on that new self. Okay, this is um, this is think about it like this. Or you could think about it like this. This is kind of like who we were before sin. Okay? Who and we'll talk about this in a second, but like God created us, right? And he created us with without sin or with sin? Without sin, right? Then we sin. Adam sinned. That's when we just looked at Adam's sin, and in, in Adam's sin, all died. Okay, Adam has that inherent sin that is passed on to us. So this new self, if, we're, if we put our faith in Jesus Christ for eternal life, okay, we have this new spirit, we have the Holy Spirit in us, and we can follow that. Okay, I want to show you this verse because it's interesting. Um, this is putting on a new self. Uh, this is a very interesting verse. Oh, you can't even see the word because of the purple. Okay. So this is 1 John 3, 9. Okay, it says, No one who is born of God practices, practices sin because his seed abides in him and cannot sin because he's born of God. Now, the interesting thing about this is that word practices in italics in your Bibles probably, and it's because that word's not actually in there. The way the verse reads in the Greek is, No one who is born of God sins, period, because his seed abides in him and he cannot sin because he's born of God. So, how can John who wrote the Gospel of John and said, the only way you can get into heaven is by belief, say that if you're born of God, you won't sin at all. You can't sin. Because we were born of God without sin. Okay, because we were born of God before sin. That is true. But here, um, in, in the context of this, he's talking about believers being born of God. So how can believers not sin? They cannot sin with the Holy Spirit. But then if we sin, are we not born of God anymore? Because everything's been paid for, right? Well, yeah, that is true. But look at this. Can this sin? No. The new self can't sin. It's been it's uh, died and it's risen again with Christ, and the new part of us cannot sin. Okay, and Romans chapter 7 is another good one to look at. It says, uh, that's when Paul's like, hey, I don't want to do this, and I do the things I do, and I don't want to do, right? And then he says, uh, kind of towards the end of that little section there, he says, um, he basically just says, well, it's no longer me that's sinning. Okay? It's a sin that's within me. Okay? It's not, I'm not the one sinning. When he says I'm not sinning, he's talking about the human spirit. Okay? Or he's talking about the new man. Okay? The new man is born of God. 
Okay, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can do that. That's Galatians 5.16. You guys know that. Walk by the Spirit, and you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. We're walking by the Spirit. That means we're living according to the new man. Okay? Um, which is interesting, okay, because this is interesting. Because sometimes I've always thought, like, the Holy Spirit's inside of us. Is that like, is he possessing us? You know what I mean? We have to give in to the Holy Spirit. Is he, like, possessing us or something? But he's not. Okay, he gives us the power, and we, ourselves, have to obey God still, okay? He doesn't cause us to obey or anything. He gives us the power to do that. And that's why we have a new self in us, okay? So, let's look at verse 10. We're going to break it down a little bit, okay? And uh, having put on a new self, who? Okay, and I think I have a... Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay, this is 9, 10, 11. Okay, so we have put on the new self. They put on the new self, who? That who is the new self. Okay, so the new self is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Okay, this is a really cool verse, and there's a lot in it. Okay, there's a lot in it. Okay, so the who, the new self, has been renewed. Okay, it's been renewed, or it's being, uh, like, revamped back to what it was. Okay, and then if you look at this, um, this word true knowledge, okay, so the new self is being renewed to a true knowledge. What does that mean? True knowledge, okay? Because I think that's important, at least in this verse. Because they're being renewed to a true knowledge of the image of God. What is that that true knowledge, okay? And that's something that we need to ask. What is true knowledge? Um, this true knowledge, when I started looking at it, and really, I can bring it up right here and actually show you uh, the Greek in it. But true knowledge is basically being renewed to what you were. Okay, it, has that, it kind of has that idea of being renewed to what you were. Okay, or the true self kind of thing. That's why it says true knowledge and not just knowledge. Okay, the Greek word has that idea of like the way it's supposed to be. Okay, so the new self is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image. Okay, what image? Okay, what image of the one who created him? Who's the one who created him? Okay, I think I have, I'm not sure if I have, okay, sweet. I have a couple slides up here, okay? So remember all that stuff, okay, as we go through this. I know it's kind of like, thinking. Okay, but Colossians 1.15, this is earlier in the chapter, Paul says, early in the book, Paul says, he, who's the he there, do you think? It's Jesus, okay? He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all, what? Creation. For by him, who's the him? Jesus. Jesus, all things were what? Both in the heavens and the earth, visible and invisible, dominions, rules, authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So Jesus Christ, what? Created everything, right? When he created everything, how did he create us? Genesis 127. God created man. Who's, who's God right there? The whole Trinity. Jesus, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. God created man in what? In his own image. In the image of who? God. He created him. Male and female, who? Who's the he? God, the whole Trinity, Jesus included, created them. So Jesus, okay, who is the image of God because he is God, created humans in the image of God, correct? Yes? Yeah. Now, back to this, okay? And having put on the new self, okay, that new self is being renewed, kind of taken back to the true knowledge, to who they were, according to the image of the one who created him, the image of God of the one, Jesus Christ, who created him. So, 
Paul is saying that this right here, this new self that's died and risen again with Christ, is being renewed back to the original, which is the image of God. We were all created to be image bearers of God, right? Right? He created us in His image. Did He create the animals in His image? No, He didn't create the animals in His image. Did He create the trees in His image? No. Who did He create in His image? Us. Us. Me. You. He created us in His image. And what happened when Adam sinned? Okay, the flesh happened. Okay, what what happened? All men died. All men died, right? All men died. Now that image is marred, right? Because of sin. Sin. Okay? So, us without sin is what? An image bearer of God. The image of God. Doesn't mean we are God, right? We'll never be God. We'll never be as knowledgeable, as powerful. as We'll never be that. But we are image bearers of God. And Paul is saying in verse 10, hey, lay aside that old self. The new self is trying to be renewed, meaning it's trying to get rid of this. It's pushing this further and further down because it's always going to be there until we die. But it's pushing this further and further down, and you're obeying Christ because that's who he called you to be from the beginning. Like from the very beginning, Jesus said, hey, I'm creating the, and this is Jesus, okay, not just God the Father. He says, I'm creating these humankind, knowing that I'm going to have to go die for them, I'm creating them in my image. And guess what? Someday, we will be back to that image of God. And we will be back to that perfect representation that he wanted us to be, that image. Okay, and so Paul is saying, hey, that new self, that's the one in the image of God. Okay, and he's saying to put it on. Here's the cool thing. Okay, here's the cool thing. We already talked about how the new self doesn't sin. Um, and the Holy Spirit gives us power for that. But that new self is the way we should be. Right? That's the image bearer. We can have that right now. We can live that way right now. That's the cool thing. See, when Christ died and he rose again, okay, we, we died and rose again with him. And we can now live that way. We can live out who we're supposed to be. We can be image bearers. Okay, and that's something that as I, as I was studying this, I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is like Paul saying, hey, you can actually be who God wanted you to be. <clears throat> like, right now, we can live as the, as the image of God. People will notice that. People will see that. Okay, we can be that image bearer that God created us to be. Now, it's a lot harder right now than it will be someday because of this, right? But that's why Paul's encouraging these guys. And really, he's actually commending these guys for doing it, but encouraging them in Ephesians. Hey, take off that old self. Put on that new one. Okay? You've died and risen, risen again. Risen. You've died and risen again with Christ. Like You can be this image bearer. You can do this. Okay? And guess what? He's giving you the Holy Spirit to help you combat the flesh. Right? Okay? If we just had... If we just had the human spirit, our, our soul, our conscience, you know, we'd be perfect, right? But then we have the flesh, so we're not. So, well, guess what Jesus did? Well, I'll give you the Holy Spirit. He can help you fight that flesh. And you can be who you're supposed to be. It's so cool. It's so cool, okay? Um, and then really quick, okay, um, really quick, what I want to do is I want to talk about verse 11. I don't have it up here. Okay, so look, let's just look at verse 11. There it is. For all. Okay, and this is a this is Paul basically reminding them of something here. 
Okay, verse 11. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek, Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, freeman, but Christ is all and is in all. Or Christ is all and in all. Okay, so, verse 11, it seems kind of strange, seems kind of weird. Okay, and people actually take this, surprisingly or not surprisingly, to mean that we as a church have taken the place of Israel. And that might not mean very much to some of you, but for like Alan and Jeremiah and those guys are in that uh, uh, Sunday night class. A lot of people take that and say, hey, now the church has replaced Israel, see? Because there's no Jews, there's no Greeks, there's none of this. Okay, but he's not talking about replacement theology. He's not talking about um, a service here. What is he talking about? Us being image bearers of God, right? He's talking about us putting on that new self, being the image bearers of God. And what does he say about us being image bearers? He says it doesn't matter who you are. It's for all. Why? Because who did Jesus die for? Everybody, right? Jew, Greek, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. Tall, short, fat, skinny, doesn't matter. Christ died for everybody, right? We believe in him for eternal life, and we get that new man, and then everyone, anyone and everyone, who's believed in Jesus Christ for eternal life can now be an image bearer of God. We can have the Holy Spirit fighting with us to take down the flesh and live according to the Spirit, the human Spirit, the one who has died and rose again with Christ, risen, rose whatever, with Christ. Okay, and so the reason this is so cool is these three verses, Paul says, hey, put off the old, put on the new, and that's for everybody. And it seems like super simple, and it is super simple, but it's also super deep. Okay, it's super deep. So what does it mean? Oh, my bad. I was supposed to pull that up when I just asked that question. Who can be renewed in the image uh, to the image bearer? Anybody? Anybody, right? Fair. Yeah, thank you, Caleb. <clears throat> All right, so how do we do this? It's super simple. It's super hard. Okay, it's super simple. It's super hard. All we got to do is put off the old and put on the new. Okay, it sounds simple. The words are easy, but that's hard to do in our everyday life. So what does that look like? Uh, what does that look like for us, okay? When we wake up, okay? When we wake up in the morning, are we a new creation? Are we? When we wake up in the morning, are we a new creation created in Christ Jesus? Yes. Yeah, we are. We are. All of us are. Okay, everybody who's put their faith in Jesus Christ for eternal life, we are a new creation, right? The old has passed away. Behold, all things are new. We are a new creation. Do we live like it naturally when we wake up? No. No. We don't. Do we live like it naturally throughout the day? No. We don't. So first thing we need to do is renew our mind with that fact. Hey, I am an image bearer of God. God created me. He created me special, unique, and to be an image bearer for Him. Okay? And if you keep that in your mind, okay, that can give you courage and confidence to be sin, to live right, to love God and other people, stuff like that. Okay? And part of it... Um, a big part of it is, as you're going throughout your day, okay, you're renewing your mind on that, it's choosing to love. If you go down, we're not going to talk about it, and look at verse 12, 13, and 14. 14 sums up how they should be doing all this. And he says, beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Okay, it's a perfect bond of unity. And so, really choosing love, okay, choosing to obey God, choosing to use the power of the Holy Spirit that He's given to us, is how we can put on this new self. Okay? It's how we can put on this new self. I think I put up here, yeah, it's being the person that we know we should be. It's acting in love towards God and other people. Okay? Do we wake up and say, I'm creating the image of God? 
And what about um, what about us? Is this is a good question, and the answer's up there, so I guess it's easy. But what about us is not image bearing right now? Sin, right? Sin's not image bearing. So what if we live without sin? <laughs> Would we be image bearing? We'd be image bearing. Okay, can we live without sin? Yes. Why? Because we have the ability to put on the new self. We have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we have the ability to do it and the power from the Holy Spirit. Okay, we can't do it on our own. That's why He gave us the Holy Spirit. But, you know, we have that now. We have that Holy Spirit that can fight that flesh. And we're not strong enough on our own to, to take down our own natural self. But with the Holy Spirit, we can do that. Okay, so this week, okay, I know it's super simple sounding, but let's wake up, let's throughout the week say, okay, I'm going to be an image bearer of God. Like, I'm going to live like He created me to live. Okay? Because we can. We can do that. And it's it's really cool that we can, honestly. It's really cool that we can be an image bearer. It's really cool that we can be that. We can be who God created us to be now. Because a lot of times I always think, in heaven one day. In heaven one day, you know, we'll be an image bearer. We'll be back to how it was. God will, you know, and someday it'll be better. But, like, we can do it right now. Like, we don't have to wait. Like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, take off the old clothes. Don't run around naked. Put on the new clothes. Okay? And remember that this is for anybody and everybody. We can all do it. Okay? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, let's pray. Thanks again for joining us for True to the Bible podcast with Hunter Davis. If you enjoyed this lesson, make sure you subscribe so you can hear the rest of the lessons on True to the Bible podcast. And if you have any questions regarding this lesson or any of the other lessons, make sure you contact us at hunter.davis at stillwaterbible.org. Thanks again for joining us.